Because when you're a man, you get through things. You goddamn. Drink, drinking coffee of a certain speed, apparently, according to Jay Gordon McInnes, makes you a man. Obviously. Okay. Oh, don't sit like that either. Apparently, that's how you get varicose veins. Says who? I'm up. Your barometer for what <laughs> creates a man or not is absolutely horrendous. All right, we ready? Okay, ready. I'm always. And <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am back after a severe, severely teary-eyed phone call from Jay. I agreed to come back. He realized he could not do it alone. He agreed to come back. And so I'm here to help bail him out because the videos honestly sucked for the last couple of Stop. weeks. Stop. This week we're going into the realities of the shift. I, I was going to say we should title this the shift. That, that's what I said the title was going to be. The shift. It's, it's a good. Okay. Let's get into it. I don't know what this means. That's it's shift. That's the reverse of fisting. Oh, God. <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about Jay's shift. Now, it's the market shift, and we're in a, that stage at the moment where, honestly, it starts getting a lot to do with the mental game. Because, as most people know, when it comes to the selling side of things, when you list your property, you're looking at comparable properties. You're taking, hopefully, apples to apples, if not as close as possible, and you're working out your sale price from those points. Because of the rate increases, another one just announced today of 0.5, it means that a lot of those comparables that we're now looking at are actually in a different market. So that although they're within the last three months, the market is not as hot. Now, what comes with that, Jay? You don't know, do you? You do not know. What comes with that means that your comparables are not quite comparables because they're a different market. So you could be listing based on those figures, uh, but you may not get the results in which you're after as a seller and you may be looking at lower prices. And now we get that point where people start chasing down because they don't want to give up too much and unfortunately by having that frame of mind they end up giving up too much because they chase the market down yes so um, the analytics that you would typically go through to derive price to your point start to distance themselves and days on market or not even days on market the gap of time between last sales and today uh, is growing now because yep. people are hesitating um, and those like days on market do not help sellers. When there's no justification, buyers look at that obviously as, okay, the market's shifting, so we've got more leverage uh, at our opinion of price, uh, and sellers kind of lose leverage with those days uh, because nothing's justified in the new changed environment. So it's, it, it, it removes the analytical aspect of a, of a market analysis for sellers, but you have to then layer in a bit more of a question mark of, well, how much has the market softened? Mm -hmm. If all the comparables were achieved in the last market in multiple offers, when the market's going this way, uh, now that we're kind of slowly softening down, where do you pick those numbers? I wouldn't even say it's slowly softening down now. I think Depends where you quite, are. I think it's been quite a drastic change, yeah. It has, for sure. So, depending where you are, it's a bit different. But I think the biggest thing now is, uh, to your main point, which is not wanting to chase the market, I think we need to be very tight and conservative in uh, listing prices right now, because if people think it's too close to the last market, or it this is there's not enough variance from these comps that were three to four months ago to today, we're seeing the stuff in the news. My agent's telling me this; they're just going to pass you by. So it needs to be now be attractive and not only to like it was in the last market oh my god it's attractive let's jump in and 10 people do and that creates multiple offers but attractive enough for people to actually write 
because they're just sitting back and watching right now. So yeah. And this is where we start moving into that mental game side of things because you're going to be looking at these comparables and doing that analysis. However, you're not going to be most likely capturing those numbers. So now it becomes, okay, when we're going to list, we need to realize that maybe we're not going to be as attractive enough to appeal to the market. And that's okay because the market's changed. So we're going to have to reduce and try a lower number. It starts to get a lot more mental because I think, and we brought this up uh, about probably four weeks ago now, everyone's so used to multiple offers, really short times on market. We're going to start seeing days on market increase. So as we start seeing days on market increase, it's going to become a lot more normal again to not sell within a week and in multiple offers. But caveat to that is you have to be much more nimble as a seller. I'm much more, I would say 14 flexible. days, 30 days, we need to adjust if we're not getting activity, we're needing to get offers on the table. Yeah, and a lot of and being sellers, unfortunately, they end up stepping on their own foot because they, uh, the right buyer hasn't come around yet or various other different excuses. Price per square foot doesn't mean anything and then they stay on at that price and while you're staying on at that price, unfortunately, the price is adjusting further away from where you're at and you're just building days on market and becoming less and less appealing. Then on the other mental side of things, buyers are also very much so, I think now, in a frame of mind, the market's gonna come down. So why buy something today if I yeah, can buy it cheaper? I, I can just wait, it's gonna stay on, more inventory is gonna come. So you're dangling that balance. And I think when we go through this shift in market, sellers a lot of the time think that they're getting the short end of the stick uh, and buyers think that they're still overpaying. So there's that mental balance of the two, which is what honestly creates the hardest thing uh, when it comes to being successful in this market. But also keeping in mind that oh, the comp sold here, you get an offer in, oh, I, I can't take this. Are we that far below these comparables? You're, you're looking at negotiating on a price from the absolute peak of peaks of valuations in yeah. the market. So sell 30 days below the absolute peak as opposed to 90 because that trickle is gonna continue. Well, so interestingly enough, I did a listing presentation recently and I turned down a listing and they had it previously listing before and this is a perfect example. They received an offer at the time of $740,000, didn't accept it, um, that was with another agent. I went and had a chat with them and what the comparables were saying uh, with that adjustment in the market, 675, maybe 699 at the highest. So that's anywhere from like a 50, 60,000 drop in the space of six months. So. I mean, that's a significant drop, right? That's, uh, and that's comparing it with the latest comparables and such as well. Unfortunately, to Jay's point, right at the peak is right at the peak. There's so many things that are helping you as a seller and going against buyers at that point that are just really not in effect now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't add to that. Okay, so biggest talking point today, um, Bank of Canada increased by another 0.5. Uh, not surprising. There are more coming this year. Um, I read an article the other day saying that they, even earlier in this year, sorry, the Bank of Canada said that they want to get to two to three percent um, because that's where they feel is actually going to have an impact on uh, inflation. Is it still soaring high? Uh, well, yeah, of course it is. But I was talking to a commercial agent yesterday, actually, mm -hmm. and he was saying the impacts are already very real from that side mm -hmm. um, with all the uh, inflated borrowing costs on top of still obviously record high pricing and all that sort of stuff. So he's saying already they're seeing, he mainly does land mm -hmm. um, acquisition for developers and <clears throat> he says it's 
the equations are, are getting very, very tight, and a lot of developers are just saying, I'm just going to wait and wait for it. Because the, the first thing to go, obviously, is expected sale prices from mm -hmm. these landowners, these parcel owners, and all that sort of stuff. So they're obviously a lot more flexible than the Bank of Canada, for example, waiting for them to bring it down, banks, construction loans, all that sort of stuff. So um, his foresight on this is that it's definitely already started and it's already gotten things very tight and a lot of developers are already very close, if not already at the point of, let's just wait and watch. Well, I think it's... Which again, government influenced hesitation with new inventory. How many times do we have to prove this? Anyway, not a free market. But the thing that I look for is it's, it's easy for us to know these things because we're in the business. Uh, but when you know something's really starting to take effect is when you know, your everyday person who's not in real estate beyond maybe owning a home or something like that starts talking about it as well. And we're now at the point, I had a message from a client yesterday who brought it up and said, with the interest rates, have you started to see a shift in the market now? What's happening? And these are people who are not involved in real estate beyond owning their own home. Just every day, Joe blows. Might be an English saying. I don't know if that's a Canadian saying. It's rude. Uh, and on top of that as well, I had somebody call me the other day because they heard from their IT guy at work <laughs> nice. that everything's going to collapse. And of course, they always go worst case scenario. Um, but you're starting to see this actually take effect in the general public knowledge now. And anyone who's in the market now knows that the changes have made an effect. They, they will sure. see it, whether you're a buyer or a seller, it's impossible to see. So if they're at 1.5 right now and they're wanting to go to two to three, that means more rate hikes are coming. And it, it's only gonna get worse, if you will. But I think the interesting thing is, I don't think anyone expects, and the Bank of Canada can't predict inflation perfectly, or the the economy perfectly so it's going to be a little bit of a like up and down yo-yo type thing so i think as things start going up it's going to slow things too much and then they're going to start seeing like a decrease and it's going to kind of have that up and down motion until they're trying to get it right and so people are going to wait for that that down motion especially if you're a seller or a developer that you're talking about um, as a buyer of course you just want it to slow down massively but then again most buyers have a place to sell as well so if the market's riding high you're going to probably sell high, but you're going to buy high. If it's riding low, you're going to sell low, but buy low. If you're buying and selling in the same market, the numbers, the purchase and the sale price are irrelevant. It's the same thing. Um, but obviously the, the outside factors like the rates and all that sort of stuff are different. And assumably if someone's selling now, they've got cheaper, well, maybe not necessarily, but they could very well possibly have cheaper rates than, mm -hmm. than we're going to experience in the next few handfuls of months. But but I think we're going to see it slow down even more now because we're getting to that point where all of those people who had those pre-approvals on the lower rates, we're coming to the end of that now. So mm, it's, we're a couple months out, but it's coming for sure. So because I mean, well, most pre-approvals like three months. When was the first rate hikes that they were pushing? March. March, April, I think. Yeah. Yeah, March, February, March. I mean, we're in June now. So pre those pre-approvals are coming to an end yep. of three months. So. Um, but actually as well, just to interrupt you one more time, like I love doing, is I'll be looking, I'll be interested to see the stats, but apparently um, Fraser Valley is down year over year in sales of about 50% from, uh, yeah, year over year. Yes, I saw that as well. May to, um, May to May. And I think Greater Vancouver is something like 30 or 40% still. Pretty significant. It is. Well, we, as we've said before, when these big things, we, these big changes happen, people hesitate. 
and obviously the sales numbers and the velocity will will dramatically be affected by that mm -hmm. and I do agree as we've stated before that they're gonna probably keep pushing and they're gonna have a barrier that they're looking for and if if stuff gets this bad um, we're gonna we're gonna ease off yeah so what that barrier is um, if anyone has any connections at the Bank of Canada and you want to let us spread us some inside info we will pay for that information but uh, we can only crystal ball that at this point so it's uh, we just wait and see just keep playing the game be realistic I think is the phrase for 2022 yeah I think as a seller you're you need to be much more flexible now um, it's not a case of I'm just going to put it on the market whatever price I want and in a couple of weeks it's going to go probably in multiples over ask that time has unfortunately come and gone it's changed and in order to be successful you need to be flexible to the market around you as always even more so now I think that sums us up we're good to go thanks guys we'll see you next week Dope.